0: Okay, let if we get ready for Yom As you know, Chazal say that one of the most amazing moments in Klai Yisrael's history was when we said Nasavanishma, right? Naseh Vinishma. say, the Rabbi Shalom says, Migila Razelah Banai, who revealed such a secret of Nasavanishma. Venishma. the Malachi Asharis come, and the Malachim come and they give every single year two crowns, one Kineke one Kineke Nishma, Nasa Venishma. So let's let's investigate though that Sogya of Nasavanishma whether uh, whether it actually survived that in Nasavinishma. So it's like this. In last six parasha, you know, Chazal say, we you know we we have halacha. there's a Takana that we have attire every week. But in terms of, of how the parishes are divided up, that this week has to be bracious, this week is noyach that's not then That's the minig of so that's how it's divided up. But there are certain certain Kriyas, there are certain ways that the Parshis have to be divided, which are Meikar Adin. And Chazal say that Meikar Adin we have to lane parashas b'chukaysayi, last week's parsha before Shavuos. By the time Shavuos comes, shana you have to get, you have to have read parashas b'chukaisai. So let's investigate that a little bit. The ending of Shavuos and its Shachas to parashas Kaisai. So it's like this: in Parshas B'chukai, say you have the brachas, B'chukai say teileichu, and then you have the kolos. You know, if not B'chukai fine. At the end of all the brachas and kolos, so there's this brachas, there's kolos, there's a little necham at the end, and then the pasuk says, "Ela chukim v'ah mishpatim asher asher And so on. the pasuk says these are all the laws that the Rabban Shloim gave to us through my Rabban. So Rishla deals with elachukim and meshpotim. What is it doing after the brachas and kolos? There's other Parshis which are talking about mitzvahs and so on. But in parshiyas bichokaisa, you have a couple mitzvahs. But but uh, brachas and kolos. Why is that? Why is the completion of brachas and kolos with that sentence of elachukim and meshpotim? These are the mitzvahs. Myself right, so like this. There's a big chiddush for the Ramban. The Ramban talks about the following. you cited for the Ramban. He talks about riches in parshiyas Bihar, In fact. And he also talks about it in Parshas Kissa. It's a big Yesai for the Ramban. It says about like this. By Man Torah, there was a bris that was made between Klay Yisrael and the Rabbanish A Krisis bris. And that bris had a number of Nakudas, there was a number of aspects to that Krisis bris. First of all, we said Nasavanishma. So that means we were Makabul, the Rabbanish Lam's Tyra. Okay, that's one part of the bris. But in order for that bris to happen, for it to be Chal, there had to be a number of things. So for example, uh, it says in Pesach in Parashas Yisraeli, and also a little bit in Parashas Mishpatim, that Moshe Rabbeinu wrote down the Torah. He wrote down the Torah from the beginning of Brachos until that point, until the end of Parashas Mishpatim, and he presented it to Klal Yisrael That Moshe Rabbeinu wrote the Sefer. That's the Sefer Bris. That's what it's called, the Sefer Bris. So part of the Bris between us and the Rebbeinu was Moshe Rabbeinu writing the Sefer Torah and giving it to us. Part of the bris was Meisher Beinu bringing carbonus. That's at the end of Parshur and Before Harsinai. It was all before Harsinai. Bringing carbonus and taking the dam of those carbonus and sprinkling it on the Sanhedrin, representing Kal Yisrael. And that was a Geirus. It's part of a Geirus. And so you had a Sefer Torah being written. You had carbonus being brought. And you had Kal Yisrael saying That was a krisis bris. Okay. Says the Ramban. That bris was 100% solid until the eagle. The Ramban's Lashen is, in Parsha's Bahar, and also in Osim Kisisa, that once the eagle took place, it's k'ilu nisbat ha It's k'ilu the bris was batal. So that's the Ramban. And the Ramban Hashan, when when, and, and, and so, when Moesha Rabbeinu is david into the Ramban Hashan, that he should forgive us for the eagle and we should be able to get the Lucha <coughs> that wasn't just, okay, the Rabbanishim should forgive us. Says the Ramban, when the Rabbanishim was Michael, and he said, fine, we're going to have Luchas there had to be a new bris. There had to be a new bris. Arkade Kach, that the Ramban writes in Parashas Kisisa, that Kla Yisrael had to say Nasvanishma again. Everything had to be redone. The Krisis Bris was Batal from Luchas Rishinus, it had to be redone for Luchas This is why the Ramban says at the end uh, uh, in Parashas Kisisa, where it talks about the Ego, so this Pesach, everyone knows, because it's part of the laning by uh, by Tainus. Uh, Hine enoichi kairis uh, kar- uh, kar- uh, bris, right? That's what the Pesach says. And Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, okay, fine, Michael, we'll do Luchas, luchas Shnias. Hine enoichi kairis bris. We're going to make a bris. What bris? What? The answer says, Ramban, the first bris that we made by Harsinai, Nassav and Isha, was Kilunas battle. This is This is why it says in pasuk over there when the rebbeinu says we're going to make a new bris, says the, Ram, says the pasuk that Hashem says, write down the, this bris in a sefer and present it to Ka Yisrael, because just like by the first bris, they had, there was a sefer Torah written ra- from bracious until that point in time, that, but that bris was battle. You have to redo it, and this is why it says the ramban in the end of Parshas Kisisa again when the rebbeinu was Michael, hein lechekaris bris. So it says, then the, then the pastor goes on to talk about a number of mitzvahs which we already heard about. Over there it talks about Yom Toivim, talks about not making up. The Zara is like, what is Khazar? We already heard in parashas Mishpatim it talks about that. It says the Ramban, no, 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 because part of the crisis is brisk. everything that went on by Mishpatim, you have to redo. You got to redo. Writes the Ramban, and even though it doesn't say it in Chomish, the Ramban says this in parashas Kisisa, Klai said, Naseh again? You have to say Naseh again. So after ramban though. There was, and, and so says the ramban like this, <coughs> because the rabbanu has decided to make this new bris, so we had to again redo the sefer Torah, redo Nasa and, <coughs> and says the ramban, and one there was another thing that we, that the rabbanu decided to do by the second bris to make it more stark than the first, which was that it was not enough for klai yisrael just to say that nassev the second time. In order for the second bris to happen, we had to say Nasev and Ishma, we had to be Makabal Taira, with brachas and kloas. With brachas and kloas. So says the Ramban, that's what's going on by Parshish B'Chukaisa. Parshish said the Ramban, it's much amazing, the Ramban says the, the order is like this. This is all, all the Ramban Shalom is with Maishar Benu, he's davening, the Rabban Hashanom says, okay, Machalach, or Michael, but we have to redo the bris again, because the first bris was boppel. So you have to redo the bris. So that means you're gonna write down a safer tirah. You're gonna tell Kalei Yisrael certain mitzvahs that they ready that they already heard before, but we have to chazar it. They're gonna to have to say Nasivanishma, but now they're gonna to have to accept the Tyra with Brachas and Claulas. And says and, and says Ramban like this. So it comes down, and the first thing he tells the Yidin is that their banish was Michael then. Now, says Ramban, in order for to prove that their banishman was Maichalas, so Moshe Rabbeinu gave us the mitzvah of building a mishkan. It says Rambam like this: When we heard that, that the mitzvah of building a mishkan, we got so excited by that we left. We like stopped in the middle of this year and we started making achanas for the mishkan. Now Moshe Rabbeinu really wanted to tell us. By the way, Chavre, you know you have to say nas him again. We gotta we gotta redo things. But he was the Ramban says Moshe Rabbeinu was so excited seeing Yidin getting ready for the mishkan, he didn't want to stop. He didn't want to start Fight. So Kaisel gets involved with the mishkan we gather all the funds, we build the mishkan v'chulu, and the Rabbi shalom says to Moshe, okay, listen, now the mishkan is up, let me tell you about Karbanas. And that's all the safe of V'yikra, pretty much, until the very end of the safe of And then once all the Karbanas are talked about, and there's a has as a mishkan, everything is, is gavaldic, now Moshe Rabbeinu calls back all, he says, listen, however, come back. I, that, that when I first came from Arsina, I had more to tell you, it wasn't just the mishkan. What I have to tell you is, we have to redo the cruises bris." And that's Parshas Bukhukaisa. That's really Parshas Bahar also. Vayidabra Hashem, Bahar Sinai That's the beginning of redoing the Krisis Bris of the Luchas And so now the Luchas you need write a, 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 a Sefer Torah again. Meishah ben Ritz is Sefer Torah. He chazes over some of the mitzvahs from Parshas Mishpatim, which was also before the Krisis Bris of Luchas Rishainas. Uh, Sefer Torah is written. And now it's with Brachas and Klalas. And by the way, more than that, the Ramban says, he quotes the Gemara in Shvuas Vav, that when you have a when a, a person curses, a klola is not just a klola; it's a klola, it's also a shvu'a. It's also a shvu'a. <coughs> so, says the Ramban, the Rabbanishim was makbet, that the second bris should be with brachas and klawas, and that means also a shvu'a. So it's brachas and klawas and a shvu'a, that's what, what's going to be the new krisis bris. Fine. That's what the Ramban talks about in Parshas Bahar. Comes the Ramban in Parshas Kisisa, and he adds in one Nakuda, and it's a major Nakuda. Says the Ramban, "What I what I said in Parshas Bahar, that we had to that the first bris was bottle, and we had to do the second one, and the second one is with added chumras of brachas and clovis and a shvua." Says the Ramban, "That Bittl of the of the of the of the of the Krisis bris of, of Lucas Rishonis." That was all Mitzah the says the, Ramb- says the Ramban, whenever you have a bris, there's Tzudah, there's us and the Rabban Says the Ramban, the bittel of the bris Rishina of the first bris, that was from the Rabban side of things. Everything had to be redone, mitzidai. But says the Ramban, mitzidainu from our side, we never opted out of the deal. We're still happy with the first deal. So as far as Kalah Yisrael is concerned, our side of the bris, is is remaining the same? The carbonis side of the bris had to be redone. This is why he says the the one thing, the one part of the first bris that did not have to be chazed over was carbonis. We don't find carbonus and gairis being done again. Why? Because the ending of the side of the bris and the zrika Saddam, which is the of, of, of those karbanis that were bought, it was a gairis. That's all mitzah kli yisrael. Mitzhakla yisrael. There was never a bit of the bris. It's all the Ramban side of things. So in order to be Mechazek, his side of the bris, so we had the Zainaz Venishma, a Sefer Taira, and now with Brachas and Colossus and a shvua, that's all to be Mechazek, his side. As far as our side is concerned, nothing ever changed. That's the Ramban. That's how the Ramban presents it. Okay? And that's Parshish B'Chukai's <coughs> side. The Ramban, by the way, is interesting. He says that, in this second Krisis bris, the Rabbanish Shalom, after the bris was done, the Rabbani Shalom uh, is sort of re-giving the Torah again, right? You have Luchas, luchas it Says the rabban, and, of the, and the first mitzvah the Rabbani Shalom wanted to, to say over in the second version, with the second bris, and the second uh, Luchas shenies, it was the mitzvah of Shemitah, Shemitah and Yavu. That was Barashas Bahar. That's why it's Vedavar, Hashem O'Mayishah, you know, that the mitzvah of Shemitah and Yo'avu. Rashi Bezer Says Ramban, no, no, this is, this is the Harsina, this is Lukashniyas. This is the second bris. And so the second bris, which is Lukashniyas, everything has to be redone. Everything has to be reset. All of Torah has to be chazard over. So the Rabban really repeats all of mitzvahs. The Torah is picking out Shemitah and Yuval as an example. That this example is just one of the 613 that was chazard over again because of the second bris of the Lukashniyas. He's. That, that is, that okay, so that's the story. That's the picture of Lukas Rishonis, There was a bris over there, it was bottle from the Rebanishom side, it has to be redone from the Rebanushum side. That's Barshis Bukaisa, Brah Sin Clause. Okay. A few a, a few horrors. First of all, what, what does it mean, Baklal, that the the bris, the covenant between us and Hashem, Nasvinish, all of that was bottle first of all, to say there was Mahish Battle is a pellet. So all the miles of Nasa and Ishma, you know, the Kufim the whole it's it's all mamish kilu kilu from so the Ravonishim side of things it's mamish battle. So what are we celebrating? The whole Indian, vav sivan, you know, Shvuas is kabal satar mitzvah luchos Roshaynas. So it's one thing if that was Kabbal satar, and there was just a little bit of a. You know, of a, of a, of a little, little, a little, little, little avera in between called the egel, and a little bit of a fight between us and Ravishul. and was moichel, but the actual bris, the actual nesina satyre, is still vav Siva But as Dr. Ramban, no, the the nesina and the crisis bris nasav it was all bottle after after the chait egel. At kedekach, everything had to be redone. The Torah had to be reset and that's why Shemitah and is said, Bahar, because that's, one of the, the fir- that's the first example that Torah uses to show how everything was repeated over. Mamish, uh, I've seen it was batal. So what's this all in your Shavu? It's a palla? To say that it's batal. Second of all, if it is batal, what does it mean it was batal from Hashem's side, not on our side? Like if you have a deal, uh, I'm still in. Uh, you're still in. The other way, it's, 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 it's finished. The deal is off. You need two partners. What does it mean? The Rabban Shalom is out of the deal, but we're still standing there. It deals off, it deals off. Is it on or is it not? Like, you can't have one without the other. You can't have a bris of one, of, from one person. Right. So, <coughs> so the whole thing is a pellet. The whole thing is a pellet. Also, another thing we have to think about is just like, so the Rebbeinah wanted to redo redo the bris. What is this Hakpada from the Rebbeinah side though? That we're going to redo it, and we're going to be it with brachas and kloas and shiur. Again, there, so it's, it, the Torah is being given over with brachas and kolos, and a cloa means also a says says the gemara in shvuas, when Bezdin curses someone, it means Hagrid's that he's taking it off. Say it again. Hagrid's Hagrid's I when I evil, Yeah. Zol, zol, the ramban says that was also be mecha, to be mechazig the second Luchas. In other words, torah had to be chazed over. It was it, it, right. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for the chait ego, taka we would have the krisis bris of nasi nishra from arsinei, and it wouldn't be with brachas and kolos. But this Indian of brachas and klolis is here because of the crisis bris of Luchashnias. So what's this what's inion of brachas and Close and a shvu that's needed for that? Also, by the way, another question is, so if, if, if there's such an inion that the Rabbani Shalom, okay, it's a new bris, v'chulu v'chulu, and we have to have a new Kabbalah Satur, pretty much, and the Rabbani Shalom is going to chazer over all of Tyra, so why did the pasuk pick out as an example Shemitah and yav. Again, all mitzvahs were chazered over, says the rabban. Because again, the first kabbal satyra khar was Batal. so it has to be redone. So you have to repeat everything. So it means all mitzvahs were repeated, and that Ramban says that. So why is it? Why is the pasuk picking out as the example for that khazar, for that regiving a shmita and yovel? Right, these are the Shemitah. <coughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's also busy with Shemitah, Right. Exactly. The whole in of, of the kallahs revolve around the uh, shal and so on. Yeah. So you have to figure that out. Okay. So let's go back. So there's the Ysaid. This is an idea that Mustama, uh, you know, you, know you, have, you probably know this idea already, but it's it's a good, good chazar and we'll we'll see where, where it takes us. What's the difference between when we talk about the first Lucas versus the second Lucas? And we're talking about the first bris, man Torah, as far as the first Lucas were concerned, and a redoing, a new Crisis bris as far as the second Lucas are concerned. What's the difference between what Tyra would have been, so to speak, from Lukas Rishinus, versus what Tyra seems to be now, which is based on Luchos What's the chiluk? Stam, just first said versus second said. What's the? <laughs> huh? Luchos <laughs> <laughs> says a lot of differences, right? What's what's the nekudat So it's like this. So there's a Torah from the Leshem. It's not just him, but it's a it's a big aside. the biggest site. The Leshem says like this, and these are, this is the term. The terminology is as follows that the Tyra of Luchus Rishinus is a Tyra of Atsilus, or another way to say it, a Tyra of the Eitz versus Tyras of versus is a Tyra of, of, of Biyah, of B'ri Yitzin, Asiyah, of, of Asiyah. So Luchus Rishinus, or Eitz Taivara. That's how he categorizes it. Luchus Rishinus means Atsilus, Luchus Rishinus means Asiyah. What's the difference? So since everyone knows everyone knows the, uh, the Ramban the famous actum to that the Torah that we have now the version of Torah that we have is different words different sukkim different parashias. <coughs> but the Torah in its root in that in that place that's called the Torah of Atzilut what is the Torah Tsirufi Shemesh right one long stream of divine names of Shemesh Sakdash what is Shemesh Sakdash what's the name so listen. So you have a guy that's let's say you know you want to get his attention. He's falling asleep. So you want to get his attention, and this guy has a lot of names: Yankal, Moshe, you know, uh, Naftali, Ruvein, whatever his name is. Chief, you know, buddy, whatever you want to call him. I could call him all different names, and every single name is maybe a different aspect of who the person is. A little bit, a little bit different. You know, uh, what we? maybe, maybe uh, you know, in school when he was in trouble, he was called. You know, Yanko Moshe, you know, so when he hears the name Yanko Moshe, it uh, brings up some of that stuff, you know, and uh, different, different names. But at the end of the day, whatever name I'm using to call him, at the end of the day, it boils down to the same thing, which is, I got his attention, it's him. A name are, are words that we say, to get to get a Jew, to get the person to be focused on you, to get his attention. So you can do that by calling him this name, calling him that name. But the other day, it's him. That's the point. That's, the, that's what I wanted, to get his eye his contact, to, to get his focus. When we talk about the Rabbanu Shalom names, the names of the Rabbanu Shalom. so there's all different names. Rabbanu has many, Shemes And it's true, every single name maybe has a different element of how the Rabbanu Shalom, uh you know, Firzach and Nevel. That's true, how the Rabbanu Shalom is noig with chesed and din and so on. But at the end of the day, the Tzad Hashavah that unites all Shemus HaKlashim is that you call the from this name, you call the from that name, at the end of the day, you have the Rabbanishal's attention. It's the Rabbanishal himself that you're trying to draw, you're trying to bring out of that place of unknown, infinite self. Just like a person when the person's, let's say, sleeping and sort of he's within himself. And you call his name, oh, you got his attention, he came out of that, he came out of his shell. So too it is with the the Rabbana Shalom, K'viachol, K'viachol, is sort of, there's a place, K'viachol, within the Rabbana Shalom that's completely unknown. The essence of God is he's completely unknown. The Tachlis, and, and, and what is Tyra in its highest root? Tyra in its highest root is the Rabbana Shalom moving from that unknown space within himself to become a God that's known to move into reality. And all Torah, all Torah, says the Ramban, in its highest root, in its most original, essential form, it's tzitzis, and tefillin, and kashras, and shabbos, and paraduma, and shatnas, it's all that. But at the end of the day, it's really just all Shema HaKtash. And Shema HaKtash means that at the end of the day, it's one thing, which is bringing the Ramban out of that mysterious place that only he is in, to bring him into a known universe. That's what Torah is. Torah in its highest root, Torah of Atsilus, the Torah of Lukas Rishonis. What would be the Torah of Luchas Rishonis if he were to receive it? Says lesson: the Torah of Luchas Rishonis would have been, <coughs> would have been nothing but one Indian. Nothing but really one inion. 613 mitzvahs, but really sachakal one Indian, which is somehow our involvement and our participation in this cosmic movement, in this divine movement of the Rabbi Nishleilam, from an unknown self, within himself, that only he knows, moving outward into the universe, Kivyacham, into becoming a God that's able to be experienced. Just like you call someone by his name, and you could call him Yonkel, you could call him Moshe, whatever his name, he has many names, you call him any, any name, at the end of the day, you're getting him to move out of, just you know in that, from that inner slumber, to say, what? What do you want? Oh, he's out of that, that place of of unknown hiddenness, and now he's able to be known. That's what Torah is in the Torah of Atzilas. If we were to have received that Torah, then everything we would have done in Yiddishkeit would have been essentially one Nakuda, which is being this in this divine movement from unknown to known, from mysterious essence to in the light of the Rebbeinu Shalom hour. this is what would be described as a Taira Achas, a unified one Taira, because that's that, that's that's what it is. This is what the Torah would have been with Luchas Rishonis, and that's what the Torah would have been if we received it as such. But we didn't. It didn't make it. So what do we have at the end? We have Luchas Shneis. What is Luchas Shneis? What is the Torah that we have now? The Torah that we have now seems to be altogether different than that. The Torah that we have now is not something that we would recognize as this. The Torah is the Rebbeinu moving from unknown to known, from essence to to express His light. It doesn't that that's the Torah of Luchas Rishon is, is a Torah that's the Rebbeinu doing. Chazal says such a thing, right? The Rebbeinu puts on tefillin, and Chazal say the Rebbeinu Shlom is, is Oystik B'Toyra. That. You know, what does it mean the Rabbanu keeps mitzvahs? What does that mean? It means that, that's a description of what Torah is in Lukas Rishonah's form. Because what Torah is in Luchas Rishana's form is, it's an asic of the Rabbanu Shalom. The is doing something. And we are just, by us performing, by, if we were to have received Lukas Rishonah's, by us performing the mitzvahs, we would be nothing more than just really partnering with God or aligning ourselves with His tefillin and his Talmud Torah, and his Shmir uh, Sashavas and so on. And every mitzvah would have been boiling down to one thing, which is the Rabban Hashem making himself more known. The Rabban Hashem looking at us eye to eye and, fo- and facing us and saying, Kidlach, what do you want? That That is Torah. Torah means, on Luchas Rosh Hashanah's level, it means Rabban moving it outward. And us keeping Torah like that would have been partnering with God in this experience. And we would have been calling His name, and He... F- comes out of his slumber, so to speak, through that calling. This is, by the way, what it says, you know, even there's such an innyon, the Rebada calling his own name, right? Uh, by the Yudu Mitzrahim. Va'yav HaShem HaShem HaShem. According to many Rishonim, it means that HaShem said HaShem. HaShem is calling HaShem to be Ahol HaShem. It's, it's only one God. But it means the Rebada is awakening within himself, of moving outward. That's what Torah is in Luchas Rishonim. What is Luchas Shnei? The Torah that we have now does not seem to be that experience. It does not seem to be the, Rabbani, the uh, something that the Rabbani Shlom is moving. Rather, what is Torah that we have? So the language of the Leshem, he says like this, <coughs> Since we weren't zaycha to Luchas Rishayinus. And all we got are Luchas Shnyas. So he says, so what are they? They're all just about figuring out how to navigate the world. Instead of it being a Torah that the Rabbani Shalom is, is keeping, so to speak, and we are just trying to sort of, you know, align ourselves with that, the Luch means Torah Sa'adam. It means a Torah that is geared to the human being. Do this, don't do that. In other words, if if the Luchas Hashnis is a Torah of absolute oneness, it's a Torah it's a that is, that is an asek of the One God, and all the different elements of Torah, as far as Luchas Rishnas is concerned, are different ways for that One God to do one thing, which is to come out in the open. Luchas Shnias is what is a Torah that's fundamentally based on two things, which is Toiv and Ra, and giving us the tools that we need to choose good, and to avoid Ra. So Luchas Rishonis, so there's a fundamental change. Luchas Rishnas, two things. Lucas Rishonis is a Yiddishkeit, a Torah, which is ultimately a, 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 an activity, an Asec that is the Rabbanu Shlom's Asec. Number one and number two, and that Asec, that involvement, that 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 uh, Torah of the Rabbanu is boiling down to one thing, one thing only, which is to become known and to move out. Lukashniyas is first of all not the Rabbi Asik, it's our Asik. And the Asik that we have is not one Inyan, it's two Inyanim, choosing good and not choosing bad. That's a big shift. That's a big shift. But comes the Lashem of the Chish. the that even though it might seem that that was the change, the Lukash Rishonis, that would have been one thing, and now we don't have that. Now we have something else that comes called Lukashniyas. So the Lashem, it's not true. Really, what, is, what are Luchas is, What is the Torah that we have now, which seems to be our ASIC, and, a, and, a, and, a, and an involvement which is fundamentally based on two things, toiv Ra, says the Lashem, really, what Luchas are, is the same Torah of Luchas Rishayinus, but being forced down into this world. When you take that one inion of Torah, of the Rabbin which is Luchas Rishayinus, and you take that Torah of Luchas Rishonis, and you just allow it to be brought down into Ayla Mahaza, it automatically expresses itself as the Torah of Luchas Shiniz. Says the Lashem, how is that possible? How could you have a Torah which, Luchas Rishonis, which is a one inyan? It's just one thing. It's one long stream of one divine name of the Shalom. It's just Rabbanishon moving outward. And then all of a sudden you take that and somehow you force it down that pipeline of this world and all of a sudden it becomes an Indian that's based on two things, choosing good and not choosing evil. How does that happen? Says Elisha, here's the aside: Because even in its root, even in its form of Luchas Rishonis, it might seem that all it is is one Indian, which is the Rabbani Shalom is unknown and he's, you're getting his, and he's moving outward. But says lashem, in order for that to happen, if you think about it, there are two energies, there are two kachas, two midas, that need to be involved in order for that to happen. Number one, number one is a mida that's called hispashtos, which means in order for the Rabbanu Shalom to move out of that unknown inner space into a known reality, there has to be a motivation, there has to be a mida, there has to be a desire on the Rabbanu Shalom's part to be known, to go out. That's called hispashtos. But Mitzat if the Rabbanu Sholem allows that Hispashitas, that revelation, to be complete 100%, then it will still be unknown, because no one else is, because the universe will not be able to experience it anyway. So at the same time that there has to be a kayak of moving out, to allow that moving out to be healthy and well, that we can experience him, there has to be also a kayak of Tsimtzum, a kayak of holding back, of withdrawing. And so even in that highest form of Tyra, which is Lucas Rishainas, that it's boiling down to one pool yaitse, which is the Rabbanu Shalom making himself known. But when you when you analyze it and you break it down to its components, within that there's two Nakudas. There's Rabbanu Shalom moving and doing something, Kilu, and then there's also the Rabbanu Shalom Kivyocha holding himself back. There's Chesed and there's Gvura. There's Espashtus and there's Simson says Leshem, when you have the Luchas Rishinus, even though when you look at it from the outside, it looks like just one Indian, which is the Rav making himself known. But when you funnel it, when you, when you bring it all the way down to Olam Hazah, and it becomes forced to take shape in this world, and to become more relatable to human beings, then you know what happens? It doesn't lose its identity from what it was. The spe- the, the Adiraba Addiraba it becomes even more clarified the different components that were really contained in the Lukas Rishonis the Lukas Rishonis themselves really had two components, which is going out and holding yourself in and those two aspects of what was already really contained in Rishonis become clear Dafkin Lu because in Lukass where tyrus the hour of based on Lukashne boils down to one thing which is. This is kosher, eat it. This is treif, don't eat it. This is tomme, don't touch it. This is tar, you can touch it. Chayiv, potter. You know, uh, chayiv, you know, all, all, the, all the different chilukim. Toiv versus ra. The root of that this is also from Lukas Rishonis. But the, in, but because even Lukas Rishonis had these two qualities of his Pashtas and simsum we couldn't perceive it, you wouldn't be able to notice it necessarily on the Luchas Rishonis level. But when the Lukas Rishonis themselves are forced down into Eulam hazah to become Luchas Shni'ez, then automatically these two qualities that were hidden within Lukas Rishonis become clear. <coughs> and therefore says the lashem. although now it might seem that all of Tyra is really just the Asik of the human being, but the truth is nothing's changed. The truth is, while we put on tefillin, our putting on tefillin, which means us choosing good and not choosing bad, is also is also reflecting of what's going on by Tars Hashem. And the Rebbe Hashem, by us putting on tefillin, is also moving from unknown to known. The difference between the Lukas Rishonis and Lukas is only how many layers and how much concealment is there. In Lukas Rishonis, there would have been there would have been. The, the, the Torah, what it is as Teres Hashem and the Asik of the Rabbani Shleilam, would have been apparent and clear. But the Hashnias means that that asik of the Rabbani Shlom, which is still true and that's what Torah is, is being forced down into Olam Ha'aza to take on the Levushim and the costumes of Olam Ha'aza, and to disguise itself as something that seems nothing more than Teres Adam. But the truth is, it's still Teres Hashem. I house Teres Hashem, which is one Able to be contained in Taras Adam, which seems to be two things. The answer is, even Taras Hashem was really two things of, of going out of, of Chesed and Gvura, of His and Simson. <coughs> Let me share with you, by the way, uh, a little bit, uh, 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 even something in Halacha, because it's always important to package things in Halacha and Nigla. Let me show you something in Nigla of where this idea comes from. How even Luchas Shnias nowadays still has Luchas Rishonis to it. I mentioned that, uh, that uh, you know, the Kabbalah tar of Luchas is from parshas B'chukai's side. That's the Baruchas in Clovis, right? That was part of the new Kabbalah. By the way, just before I even get to this, this is why, just to explain, this is what the Leshem, what does the Ramban mean? I, I said from the Ramban, that Mitzat Klal Yisrael, Luchas, there was no, we don't need a new Krisis bris Mitzat Klal Yisrael. Why not? The answer is, is because, based on what the Lashem is saying, as far as we're concerned, the Luchas Rishonis are still the Luchas Niyas. Luchas nothing happened. The Luchas Rishonis are still there. They're just being funneled down. They're just being forced to, to express themselves even all the way down to Ayu So as far as we're concerned, what new bris? <laughs> Nothing's changed. That, this, this, look, 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 I, what, what does it mean? The Rabbana needs a new bris. We have to explain but hold on, but 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 this Nakuda, Parashat B'chukai, as I said, are the brachas in Klavos, yeah? So how does it begin? And that's going to be Lucha Shniyas. So it means everything you need to know about Lucha Shniyas is going to be contained in Parashat B'chukai, and B'frat, the beginning of Parashat B'chukai. Everything goes based on the beginning, yeah? So how does Parashat B'chukai begin? In B'chukai say Telechu. So everyone knows, Rashi, right? Em Telechu. Sh'ti Yomel What does it mean? Why is that into with the word Telechu, with Halicha? So I'll tell you a verse from the Ragah Charm. You know, you're vertical that's a Kaval Givar. Ver is like this. The Khmer says in Baba in Babasra, Dafkuf. The Khmer brings down a machlakis. The, the Brice says like this. We know when it comes to karka, so every has certain kinyonim. If you want to be kind of metalpalin, Sheikah Hagba, right? Different kinyonin. Babasra, Kuf. <coughs> karka needs other kinyonim, right? Chazok is one of the one of the kinyanim for karka. So says the Brice in Babasra Dafkuf let's say, so what's the classic way to be kind of kark with chazaka? So you build a fence, you know, you dig a hole, you do something to the karka itself. That's, that's a chazakah. Says the b'risa. Let's say instead of doing something to the karka, you just walk, you take a tour around the area. Is that a chazaka? Says the Gemara, the chacham paskin, which is how we, we hold, that's not a kenyan. It's not a chazaka. And that's what we pass in Halakh but just walking around the area that you want to be kind of, that's not a chazak Okay. It's interesting like this. In Baal Basrah, Dav Gimel, there's a sugya. The Gemar has a Lashin on in Dav Gimel, where a person is doing chazakh. Right. So the, uh, here's, the, here's the situation in Dav Gimel. It talks about it like this Two shutfin come together and they buy a piece of property. Regular, whatever Kinyan is, of chazakh, 100%. They buy a property. And then some point down the road, they're saying, "Listen, you know, it was good until now. As shufim, now we want to divide up the property. So you have the west, I have the east. However, they want to divide it up. So the Gemara says a that they did a that they that they did a chazaka with their feet. They went in holachba and they were they, they they have to do some sort of kinyan. I have to do a kinyan on the right side. You have to do kinyan left so whatever whatever side of the field that you decide to be kind of. So you have to be kind of. There's a between Rashi and the Rambam." When it comes to that that kenyan that the Shutfim have to do after they already own it together, but now that they want to divide it up, each shutif has to be kinda whatever part of the sada that they want. So is Rashi Rambam. What type of kenyan you need to do? Rashi and Babasra says. You need a real chazaka. You need a real chazaka. Whatever chazaka was was required when you initially bought the field, you have to do a real chazaka again in order to split up the field. The Rambam and Pirsha Mishnah says not like that. The Rambam and Pirsha Mishnah and Babasra, the, the first Mishnah and Babasra, says no. Even though it's true that when you initially buy a field, Chazaka means building a fence, digging a ditch, uh, some of the karka, and walking around it is not enough. But says the Rambam, but if you already own the karka, and now it's just a matter of splitting it up, even though it's taka true that each shodaf has to be, make a kinyon on their chalik, but you don't have to make such a strong kinyan Chazaka, walking is good enough. What's the nakuda So Zatul Raghachavur like this. The Raghachavur says, if you think about it, really Rashi's right. L'choy Rashi's right. Why? Mm-hmm. So like this. Whenever you have a field, there's always two ways. It's not a field, anything in Tsiyas, but, but a field. There's two ways to look at it. One way to look at it is, it's one Inyan. It's one Chafzah. It's one piece. It's one, it's one Inyan. You're not looking at it inch by inch, feet by feet, yard by yard. Acre. It's one Inyan. So the Raghachavur, when these two shutfim, Reuven and Shimei, came to buy the field initially, the reason why they bought it as shutfim is because they weren't looking at the field as a field made of inches. They were looking at the field as one Indian. And that's why they bought it together as one Indian. Says the Raghad Shavar, now two years later, whatever it is, now they decide we're going to split it up. You're going to have this side, I'll have that side. Says the Raghad Shavar, that's a whole different mahabit, that's a whole different perspective of the field. It's a whole different field. Until now, the field has been one chafzah, and that one chafzah is indivisible, and that's why we were both equal shudfah. All of a sudden, now Reuven and Shimon, they're deciding, you'll have that part, they have that. Is it? Now, it means that the field is being redefined. This is no longer a field that's one. This is a field made of different yards, and different feet, and different inches. And you want these feet, and I want these feet. Well, says the Rav Chavar, well, then you've got to make a new Kenyan. This is a, it's an under field. Uh, it's a different way of looking at the field. This is not a field that's one. This is a field made of pieces. Therefore, says Rashi, you got to make a new Kenyan. And, the, and, and, and just like in regular Hilchas kinyanim, walking around it is not enough. So what's Peshav the Ramba? Says the show you that Psha'abdur Ramam is. the Ramam is, is that even though it's not true, Ramam says to Rashi, mask him. 100%. Until now, the field has been seen as one Indian. And now they're reorienting themselves, the field is different, it's now a field made of parts. But comes the Ram, the Ram is mechadish. That the fact that, 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 that the field, as it exists, as one inyan, they both own it together, that kinyin that they have on the field as one Indian, helps them be kind it, even as a field of different parts. Al-kadeh that the, the kinyin that they do have to make on the field seeing it now in different parts, doesn't have to be such a stark kinyon. Because the field as it exists as one entity, helps them be kind to it as a field of different parts. In other words, it's not just two separate things. There's a field as one, or it's a field as two. The kinyin that they have in the field as one sada, is mesayeya, it helps them be kind to the field, even as a, kin, as a field of two parts. Said the Raghachavr, this is the site of Lukas Rishinus and Lukas Nias. Yes. Yeah. Lukas What the Chazals say that Lukas Rishinus, Tire Achas. Lukas is a tire of two parts. The, what, so, Pashub Shat, the, the tire is one, that's Lukas Rishinus. Okay, you don't have the Luchas Rishinus anymore, now you have a new tire that's called Lukas <coughs> becomes the Ram, the Ram is no, 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 Even now when you look at the field as made of two parts, you still are able to recognize that behind the scenes, it's a field of one, and Adarava, the field of one, is helping you be kind in the field of two. The Luchas Rishonis are not gone, the Luchas Rishonis are fueling Luchas Shniyas. The Luchas Shniyas are the Luchas Rishonis just being forced down into our world. <speaking> in B'Chukai <Hebrew> Seiteleichu, Sadaragra. Shatiya Mail Batara, you have to be kind to of Tyra. it says like this. When you're but what type of kinyon do you need to do on Tyra for Lukashinias? A real Kiny Khazaka? Sadar Ragat Shavar don't have to do a real Kiny Kazaka. All you need know is just to walk around it. Hmm. Because the Kinyan because you already have a Kinyan roll of Tyra from Lukas Rashinas. I, Lukas Rashynis are battle. So you have to make a new Kenyan, but not a stark Kenyan. Just walk around and it's good enough. says is. says the Gemara in, 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 in Sanhedrin, the Gemara says, A person that works hard, it works for him. What does that mean? says the Gemara in Sanhedrin, it means that if you're Amal and Torah over here, Torah helps you out from other Suggies. Like you're, you're, you're trying to learn a Suggie with Sechah Shabbos, and all of a sudden, because of your males and Shabbos, like some sugi in Meseches Bavastra, it's easier for you. How does that work? The answer is, Luchas Rishonis means Tareachas. So all there is is one now, Of course, it's all there rabbinous It's one sugyan. Luchas Shonis means there's different sugyans, there's Shabbos and there's Bavastra. But comes the, be, the Ram, the Ram reveals, that no, 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 Luchas Rishonis is behind the scenes of Luchas Shonis. it's all the same Indian. Nothing has really changed. So even though it's true that you have to be Isaac now in different Suggies, but really the Achas is behind the scenes helping you in, in your Kenyan of Torahach. And it's still Achas. So you do any effort in the Zechah Shabbos, but Laster is now easier for you also. it's Because Be'etzim it's, it's Luchas It's Luchas Rishonis. So this is again, this is the oymek. This is the oymek <coughs> of what the Ramban said is that Mitzidein, as far as Kalagis was concerned, we don't need a new Krizzis bris. Nothing's changed. It's a Luchas Rishonis just being forced down. So what's the Indian though of the rebbeinu shalom needing a new krisis prayers? So here's an akuta. From here now we have to move from the Leshan, from the base of the Vilna Gaon to the Balshan. See a side from the Balshan like this. It's a biggie side. The, the classic muscles as follows: If you have, um, I'll, give you, I'll give you, a physical muscle and then more of a, an emotional muscle. The physical is like this: If you have a cave. That's very, very dark. Let's say you have a room like this. Okay, so it's not so... Even if the lights are off, it's not so dark, right? So a little flashlight would be good enough to, to get light from one end of the room to the other. But let's say you have a very, very dark cave. And you want to get some light all the way at the end of the cave. If you go to the entrance of the cave with a flashlight, it's not, it's not going anywhere. It's not going anywhere. In order to get even a little bit of light at the end of the cave... Then you have to start the cave with a floodlight. If you have a stark, stark light in the beginning of the cave, then, then uh, Ulai, Ulai, by the end of the cave, you'll get some light. But if you start initially with a little bit of light, it's not going to get anywhere. In other words, when you see something that's able, that's, that has descended so low, but still retains its Nakuda of r, it's a simen that in the beginning of the cave, something, a huge light just was introduced. Because the only way how any light can get all the way down to the bottom is only if it started off as a floodlight. A mushal to this also in the Nefesh Adam, in Chabad Chassidus they use this mushal a lot, like this. You know, in classic Chabad there's an idea that a person's medas, a person's emotions, if they're, if they're holy and healthy, they should be activated by the seichel. So you think about something that, you're, that, you, that, you, that you love, that you want, and the Midas of Ahav are, are awakened. That's the way it should be. Baltani points out, though, very often what happens is, is that you think about something or you care about something, and maybe something happens uh, to get you riled up, and you get all excited, hopefully good excited, sometimes not good excited for a little bit, and then, you know, it passes on. How do you get, said Baltani, but how do you get it so in other words, that's like, a, like the, the emotion, like the flashlight, the emotions, like if it was a flashlight, it only was able to make like a foot in to the cave. Like imagine the cave is like time, you know what I mean? Like it was only able to last like two minutes. How do you get your emotions to, to stay stark throughout the cave, even longer than two minutes, even way after you stop thinking about it? How could you do that? we'll set the Baal Tanya like this, the only way <coughs> to give your emotions such a tekifus, such a strength, that they could last shtark, shtark, stark, way into that dark cave that's called time, <coughs> is only if, not only were you mentally thinking about the idea and getting yourself riled up, if you were my nefesh about it, if you put all of your kishkes into that inyan, al nefesh, then the emotions that are awakened by that are so stark that they can last a long time, even way after you stop thinking about it. Sometimes it happens in time, you know, a day, something happens in your day, and your whole day is ruined, right? You know, things like that happen. And then other things happen that are also, like, upsetting, but it doesn't ruin your day. Things that ruin your day, all day should be ruined, but things that happen like that, it's usually because something that, you really, that really bothered you. Like it really, really, and when it really, really bothers you, and it touches like your core almost. Then it's like then the emotional response lasts a long time. Now, by the end of the day, are you mamish as riled up as the beginning of the day? No, not. But the fact that it lasted that long into the you know like like the light like the the beam of light into the tunnel. But the fact by the end of the tunnel, it's it still has some light. That's an indication that the beginning it was mamish mamish fire. So here's the aside: if the luchis Rishayness are able to be forced down into this cave of creation to make their way all the way down to Asiya, And it's still Tyra. So what does that tell you? What that tells you is is that in order to make that travel, there had to have been some unbelievable, unbelievable, uh, uh, um, you know, unbelievable level of intensity that was actually re- introduced to Tyra, even on the highest level, to allow it to make it all the way down. In other words, in <coughs> Sivir Hasidus we're taught like this, by Lucas Rishonis, at the time of Lucas Rishonis, what level of, of, of emotional investment did the rabbinical need in order to create Lucas Rishonis? A little bit, but not too crazy. Because it doesn't have to go so far down. But in order for the Rabbana Shalom, what? In order for Luchas rishinus to make them their way all the way down to Luchas Shanias, and still be tyra it means that the Rabbana by Luchas Shanias had to say, Yidden, you know what I'm going to do now? I'm going to put all my kachas into it. All my kachas into it. And by Luchas Shniyus, Rish- there's a, there's, it's, you could say these words, you can't say it, but you can say it as if the Rabbana was mamish meister Nefesh for Luchas Shanias. And when the Rabbanu Shalom is putting in even more infinite kaikhis into Lucha that's why the Torah is able to move all the way down to Asiyah and still be Torah. So what you have an amazing thing. This is why, by the Lucha the yugum is harachimim, there's a revelation of Yudgim is harachimim. What, Moshe Rabbeinu, it says in the Zara Kodesh, the Moshe Rabbeinu had higher, deeper g'iluyim by Harsinai, by Lucha than he had by Lucha Shniyaz. The answer is, is because like this, the actual Torah itself of Luchashnias is technically the same as, it's the Luchas Rishonis, but brought down to Asiyah. But what gives the Luchas Rishonis the strength to be able to make that travel and still be Yiddish, and still be holy? Everything that comes down to Asiyah already becomes, becomes crazy. How is it possible that the light of the Rabbani which is the light of Lukas Rishonis, can make its way down to Asiyah and still be divine and still be holy? That's a simon that what happened at that time, at the time of Luchashnias, is that the Rabbana Shalom said, I'm going to infuse into the system of Yiddishkeit my, my, my infinite self. Not a little bit, not a little bit uh, a taste of my... And because of that, now the Luchas Rishainas are able to be, because of their being, uh, being injected and infused with that strength of, of, inf- of infinite uh, uh, focus and strength tafka then that's why they're able to make their, their way all the way down to ASIA and still be and still be holy. This is what it means that there needed to be a new crisis bris, mitzah the mitzad the human being in terms of the tire that we receive, the actual tire that we receive is the same from Lucas Rishonis. It's Lucas Rishonis being forced down. But but that's the reason why I was able to make that travel and without becoming lost in the darkness of the cave, is because there was an additional floodlight that was being injected into the system in the beginning of the cave. There was a new krisis bris, mit Hashem. The new krisis bris of the Rabbanish by Lukashnias is not a chasarin, Adrav, it's a Because the krisis bris of the Rabbanu Shlom by Lukashnias means that the Rabbanu Shlom is investing his infinite self in Yiddishkeit now, that it can make it all the way down to Asiya and still be Tyra. So what we receive an hour and is the same as Luchas Rishonis. It's just Luchas Rishonis all the way down here. But the reason why I was able to make that, is because from the Rabbani side of things, there was a Mamish and a new Kresis bris, And the new Kresis bris means, the Rabbani Shalom investing even more of himself into it. That's what it means, a new Kresis bris. This is why, in order for the new Kresis bris to happen, there had to be Brachas and Klalas and a shvuah. Let's explain very quickly. Brachas and Klaus and a shvuah Why? <laughs> because this new Crisis Bris is trying to give over the following Nakuda. Yidden, what you're going to have now, which is Luchushnias, number one, understand that Be'etzem, it's the same as Lucas Rashinas. The same as Lucas Rashynus, but, but with an added Mysterious Nefesh of the rabbi, with an added tekifas from the Shalom, That's what it is. That's what Lukashnias are. The same as Lucas Rashynis, with an added taikhaf. So this is why when we receive Luchas it has to be with Brachas and klaus. Why Brachas and klaus? Brachas means the Rabbana Shalom giving shefa. Klaus means the Rabbana holding back shefa. Remember, that was that, that's, that, that's w- w- how is it possible that Luchas which are a, which is a Torah based on Toiv and too? how is that ultimately the same as Luchas Rishonis? The answer was from the last Shem. Why? Because Luchas Rishonis also is Chesed and Gevurah of giving and holding back. So when we received Luchas Shneas, we're being reminded that Be'etzim, this is also Lukas Rishonis. I, how is Luchas Rishonis? The same as Luchas Shanias. Luchas is one, and Luchas Shanias is two. The answer is no, no, Even Lukas Rishonis were really two. It was Hispashdas and Simzim, Chesed and Gvura. So you accept the Brach, you accept Luchas Shanias with Brachas and Klawis to reveal to you that all the duality that you're going to have in your version of Luchas Shanias is really Be'etzim, the same duality as existed in Luchas Rishonis but in Lukas Roshonim, the duality it wasn't toiv and ra, it was giving or withholding. And that's exactly what brachas and clovis are. It's the rabbinish from giving, that's called brachas, the rabbinish from withholding, that's called clovis. But more than that, it's brachas and clovis with a shvuah. What's the meaning of a shvuah? The meaning of a shvuah is, I want to, you know, the guy doesn't want to eat, uh, you know, the guy's on the diet, he doesn't eat, he shouldn't eat cheesecake. I can't eat cheesecake. My wife's going to kill me if I eat cheesecake. So what am I going to do? But I can't hold myself back. So I make a neder. I'm not going to eat cheesecakes. I make a shul, what does that do? A neder and a shul means that you're putting, you're putting your soul into that achlat. You're putting your kachis into that That's not achlat, You're putting your kachis into it. Al kadeh that by the time it comes three o'clock in the morning, you know what I mean, and the, the cheesecake is calling you in the fridge, even though at the time you don't have the, the, the same emotional strength, but because it started off with a floodlight... Which is called a Shavuah, so at the 3 o'clock in the morning you have the strength to hold back. The whole meaning of Shavuah is that added to Kifus of mysterious Nefesh. So when we accept the Luchas Rishonis, again, what's the Luchas Shneas? Luchas Rishonis, which is Brachas Nechlalis Chesed and Gevura, with an added to Kifus. So what's the new Bris of Luchas Shneas? Brachas Nechlalis and a Shavuah. Brachas Nechlalis and a Shavuah. And this is exactly why when the Rabbanishom Chaz is over the second, the second version of tyra it's all of tar being over with this new element of the added to Kifos being able to push Torah all the way down the, 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 the conveyor belt to get to asiya. but he specifically uses Shemitah and Yoyvel as the example, right? Har Sinai Leymar, shmita and Yo'eval what does Shemitah mean? Shemitah means Vishav Sarat Shabbos so this is very much bekitzer. it's ready late Oretz means asiya. Aretz means Asiya. This is a place of Toiv and Ra, Asiya. What does Shabbos mean? Shabbos means Atzilas. During the six days of the week, we have Malachas, which is Bairar, Toiv and Ra. Shabbos is no Malacha. You're not doing Malacha. Why? Because then Shabbos is Koy Toiv. Shabbos means Atzilas. Shabbos means one. Shabbos means Luchas Rishayim. Aretz means Toiv and Ra, It means Luchas Shnias. The Chiddush HaShemitah is that even Aretz, can also, it still has Luchas Rishonis. Luchas Rishonis are not gone, just like the Rambam said, right? They're behind the scenes, helping along Luchas They are the Luchas the Kenyan that you make in Tyra in Lukas is aided by the fact that you already own Tyra from Lukas Hashanah. It's, it's the Ainuach. It still is To shove So the Rabbin is chazering over all of Yiddishkeit in Lukas but he's making sure to, that the first that he tells us, reminds us that even Aretz has a Shabbos. That even, even Sia still has Atzilus behind it, and Atzilus helping it. That Shav- Shabbos Hashem. And more than that, not only not only does Luchas Shnias, which is Oretz, still ultimately, it, not only is it still Luchas Rishonis, which is Shabbos, so Shabbos Oretz, but it's with an added to Kifos. that's called Yoivol. Yoivol means Avkos Damalka. Yoivol means the Rabbana is, is is blowing the doors open of Eilam HaZeh. Usually Rabbana holds, holds himself back. He says, you know what, fine, you know, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, uh, I'll hold myself back. I'll let you have your own kinyanim. Comes the yivel, and Yosef says, Malaya. Everything is the Rabbanish. The whole thing of the is that added to kifas of Ein Saif. When that added to that's exactly how the Luchashnias are able to be luchas rishonis because they're being injected with that tekifus. So the mitzvahs that the Rebbe Hashem uses, the chazar are over, and to introduce us again to Torah and Lucha Shniyaz is Davka Shemitah and Yo'eval. So when it comes to Shavuos, are we celebrating? What are we celebrating? I thought the Luchas Rishonis are bottle. Nah. The Luchas Rishonis, not only are they not bottle with Lucha Shniyaz, they become even deeper because of Lucha Shniyaz. The Amish Lucha Shniyaz is the deepest thing in the world. The real secret at the end of the day, which we're not going to discuss, is like what would happen if we didn't sim the eagle. <laughs> Without the eagle, we to have we would we to have this added level of tikkufas. Okay, that's what ma'aseh we with the eagle. So this is ma'aseh we got, but it's an unbelievable thing. The avoyd is when it comes to shuas. We it's not just stam nasa venishma. This is a the rebbonishon kiviyach was ma'aseh nefesh, and we have to be ma'aseh nefesh. We make a kabal kaira brachas that close with the shvuah, and with the more kaichas we put in to our the Bereshus in the beginning. The Emes the more like the, the, you know, the more, the more, not literally to but the more tekiyas we have in the beginning, the more it'll be able to help us all the way at the very, very end. Each one their own chelik in their own way. Beis called tzaddik, mei ha'imeno on name.